All right, welcome back to BD Radio. Uh, sorry about the slightly late release of an episode. I know um, we've had hundreds of people messages this morning wondering where our episode was on a Tuesday morning <laughs> at 6, but rest assured, we've been extremely busy with the reopening of the gym, so we're taking some time out of our day now to record this episode, Dan. Very welcome, exciting. Dan. Thank you. That was your intro. Thank you. Yeah, so today's topic is the three things that we wish we knew when we started off at the gym. Um, the reason why we wanted to do this topic is because so many of our clients have, I guess, similar ideas or are working through similar challenges that we ourselves worked through when we started. So hopefully you'll be able to either relate or recognize that you might be making the same mistakes that we did and you know maybe it won't take you as long to work through them as it took us that's basically the whole point is just to give you a bit of a a shortcut if you will all right Dan you can get us started so the number one thing you wish you knew when you started off at the gym number one no one is watching you so I always had like this fear um, upon entering a gym that everyone was looking at me I'm not sure why. <laughs> um, but just, yeah, just I think it comes with lack of confidence and it's something I hear a lot um, when people come into our gym as well. Like that's one thing that they're worried about. Like recently we were actually training um, outside and I was having a chat to a couple of PT clients and they were saying, oh, yeah, like I don't mind it, this is pretty good Like, because it's a different experience from being inside the gym. And a couple of them said, but, you know, people are watching us. And I thought to myself, oh, my goodness, that is something so interesting, something that I know has affected me in the past, but I hadn't even considered when we were then training people outside. So years later, that's not even a consideration for me, but obviously it still is for a lot of people. Yeah, well, we know it's one of the first things that um, people mention to us after some time training with us is how, how comfortable they feel in our gym compared to other gyms in the past. Um, I used to obviously work, well, not obviously, but those who know me know I used to work in like a larger Globo gym and um, it was definitely an issue for a lot of people is that a lot of the ladies in particular that I used to train they wouldn't want to train in a specific area because of the other people who trained there and they were worried that people would look at them. There was just like, there's just an overall level of intimidation that can come with a gym, you know, and and I think it's because of the image that we see, you know, on social media or advertising or gym motivation videos and it's, you know, like meatheads, you know, like really buff guys super strong girls as well and it's like well i think people are sometimes worried by a gym environment because they don't fit that mold but what they need to understand is that's 99 percent of the people who go to the gym are people like us who just want to be fit and healthy but don't necessarily look like that stereotype yeah exactly so we all know when we're dying we're not looking at the person next to us (laughs) yeah exactly so don't stress about it guys yeah what's your number one ben my number one consistency over intensity so it's something that I've got a handle on now but definitely when I started in the gym I pretty much thought that 
the harder you try, the better results you get. Now, whilst to a degree that is true, there's also such thing that we know as coaches is almost like misguided effort. So it's trying too hard on things that don't matter that much in terms of your overall results. So I would train like a demon, like all the time, twice a day, this and that, and loved it. But when I would sit back and be like, what results am I getting? Like, am I fitter? Yes. Stronger? Yes. But it, given that my primary goal when I was younger was weight loss, I'd be like, why aren't I losing weight? Like, I'm training hard. You know, like I train harder than other people in the gym, but they get way better results. And it was because when I looked at my nutrition, I was either all in or all out. Um, and I think lots of people can relate to this. So an example would be like, what I would call the stuff it is like, yep, I'm eating really well Monday, like a champ or sweet potato, this chicken (laughs) breast, that like meal prepped to the nines. And then on Tuesday morning, I'd have a cookie and it was like, it's over like all that effort for nothing. When in reality now, I like, you know, and I'm way more relaxed now, but still get better results. But because I recognize that, yeah, a cookie is not ideal, but you know, it's, it's just a small blimp in the entire day and maybe I'll have slightly less rice with my... Like, it's just small little bits like that and that has come from, for me, the big change has been just educating myself on, you know, like what what is actually important in regards to results. So that would be my number one is that it is more important to be consistent than intense. Yeah. Like, short bursts of, you know, like that yo-yo, I guess, is what I used to do. Whereas now, I guess I've more embraced that lifestyle. Yeah, and for those of you that don't know Ben, this isn't like, this is reasonably recent. Like, he's done this over the last five years. Yeah. Which is, like, it hasn't been, you know, 10, 15 years where you finally, like, it's jerried. No, no, it's probably only clicked, what, not even since we opened the gym, like, even after that. So, probably the last 24 months and even to a higher degree the last 12 months is when it's like it's really clicked yeah. I think for sure and like we are blessed that like our lifestyle like we don't have a lot of um what's the word I'm looking for Ben distractions or detractors. no not distractions detractors no temptation <laughs> yeah like we, we we live in a very protected like we're surrounded constantly by good influences. Well, it's a controlled environment. Very like, controlled. You know, the environment that we work in is controlled by us. Exactly. We run it. We own it. Yep. Our home is controlled by us. We're both on the same page. Like no one is, you know, like I like ice cream, but I don't have it in the house. You know, so there's stuff like that. Like I'm not constantly asking you if, if you want this and that. So. Yeah. And. I mean, we don't go out that much. We don't really have much time. To last time I had beers, I was sick for two weeks. So I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm avoiding those. And, yeah, like we both don't drink. Like there's, uh, yeah. Well, we do align on a lot of stuff. So that can be a slight challenge for clients. But the take-home message out of my number one is that it is more important to be able to do you know, a new diet or a new exercise routine for a long time than really well for a short time. That's the take-home message. Yeah, that's a good one. Your number two, Dan? Uh, The importance of why. Um, So why you're you're training. And this has come up in multiple um, podcasts with us and it is just so important. Like we, 
know why we are training day in day out that's why we can do it consistently day in day out yeah so i think the subtext of that importance of why it basically takes care of your motivation so when people when people say i'm just not motivated at the moment like to us as coaches it sort of rings that alarm bell of they're not really dialed in on why it's important to them yeah yeah absolutely so yeah i never have to i never have to think you know why i'm why i'm training like we know like it's solid and that's how we've built our lifestyle around that Mm. and i do remember the one time that you've always or not always but for the majority of the time i've known you you've trained for like a really clear reason of wanting to be fit to basically play with the kids um the one time that we adjusted our lifestyle for composition do you remember when we did the the 30 day challenge with boot camp oh yes yes oh yeah and like (laughs) that was a few years ago (laughs) yeah a few years ago at the bowls club r.i.p bowls club where we used to train (laughs) terrible but um when we did that and you know so we basically cut out all treats right like we went pretty hard like tried to set an example and we both got good results in 30 days we lost like 20 centimeters and i lost five kilos and you lost a few kilos as well but you hated it like you said every week like this sucks like i'm not enjoying this at all i never want to do it again because it was so far away from like why fitness and health was important to you yeah and that's not to say that weight loss shouldn't be like not important to everyone it just wasn't important to you no so well i've never yeah i've never needed to worry about my weight so having to restrict things that I really enjoyed yeah. for something that wasn't, something important, that wasn't to important to me was a drainer. Hard. It was yeah. a drainer. <laughs> Whereas for me at that stage, it was super easy. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, yeah. Because no you were way. achieving like, something you wanted. Yeah. And I was just looking for an excuse to like really dial it in. So it was no big deal at all. So like just because you, uh, I'm just uh, trying to think of the take home message for someone here is that just because it's important to someone else, it doesn't mean it has to be important to you. No. And I think that people have these preconceived ideas of why they train based on social norms. Yes. You know, and like, oh, I, f- I think I should look a certain way or I should be able to do certain things because, you know, because of what people have told me or because of what I see. Yeah. But that like unless it really comes from you, it will it will be really hard and it will more than likely fizzle out. Yeah, and isn't that insane? Because as humans, we are just so different. So we all expect to fit this social norm. Oh yeah, and there's all these like, what is this like challenges that come in and out? Like, what was it having like a thigh gap was oh, an yeah, important yeah. thing for a little bit of time? <laughs> or I'm just I'm, I'm trying to think of the most recent one. Um, one of our clients was saying that in China, like the A4 waste, like if your waste was skinnier than an A4 piece of paper. And I'm like, what on, you know, and that was like a desirable thing. I'm like, who comes up with this? <laughs> but you know, and that is the reality of the society we live in is these, and I think social media drives it a lot as well is that like constant comparison and, you know, or oh, that person can do this. What can I do? So Yes, take home message number two. You like you really has to come from inside of you and not from what everyone else yeah, thinks. Yeah, know your why, guys. My number two, and it sort of relates to my number one, is that gym 
is completely like it's overstated in its importance to getting your results and that is your actual training like what you do in the gym matters about you know what do people say nutrition's 80 percent gym's 20 percent like We'll just go through a 24-hour day. How many hours oh, do you train in the gym? Well, and we don't even train every day. Yeah. So out of how many hours in a week? Is it like 170-something? You might train three times. That's three hours. So the other 169 hours, if it's 172, I don't even matter. I should, I should be doing this on my calculator, but you get the drift. The other, you know remaining hours of your week are so much more important than what you do in the gym i mean as long as it's a competent program you know like and you're not just getting in there and doing bodyweight glute bridges or dumbbell curls you know like it it has to be a little bit of a structure but it can be a super basic program and you work hard at your lifestyle and your results will be insane compared to a person who's in the gym six times a week but sleeps three hours a night and treats his body like a bin. So that has been... um, And you say that to me all the time. Like, that has been the biggest learning. And, I mean, it's still... You know, it's still a work in practice. Like, no one's perfect, but that has been a massive learning curve for me of how important everything else is, not just training. Oh, you've... Like, you've amazed me, like, since we've met like how much change you have made is whereas i'm just like (laughs) same 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 same, boring same boring danny um whereas like you've made a lot of change and like you've seen results from it and it's yeah it's really impressive yeah that has been easily the biggest one for me is taking some of that intensity that i bring to the gym um, and the training and applying that intensity to going to bed a bit earlier and drinking more water and just little like behavioural things like that that can really keep the results yeah. ticking over. The answer isn't training sucks three times a week. No, no. Like people come to us and expect really big results just by training. No. The and training... if you've never trained before, yes, you will get results purely from that because that that's a big change. However, what we do outside of the gym for the rest of the time, which is a long time, which we we're just talking yeah. about, that is what really matters. And the gym, our gym almost works as almost like that North Star, like that constant touch point of like accountability, like just a little bit of coaching just to help you through that other stuff. And that's it. And, you know, it's, it's that environment that you're constantly in that can start to shape you as well. Wow, that's a great lead into my final one, Ben. Yes. Number three for you, Dan. <laughs> Number three for me is the community. Um, so if you're training somewhere where you are not comfortable... And this sort of speaks to what you were talking about in number one. Yeah. If you're training somewhere you're not comfortable, you're not going to want to go back there and no. continue to be uncomfortable. Yeah, it's not going to be a place where you're going to enjoy your training. Yeah, like you need to find your people. And I'm. this is only something that I've been really good at as I've gotten older. <laughs> um, but, you know, you don't have to love everyone you meet. You don't have to... Like, people have this fear, like, I need to fit here. And that's not true. You need to meet your own needs so what do you want to get out the gym you know you want to surround yourself with those people um you know the bodybuilders you see on instagram 
they're probably not your people if you're starting out your fitness journey. Yeah, and I think, like, we know this because we're obviously in the industry, like, and, like, if, if I wanted to get better at endurance, I'd join a running club. If I wanted to do a bodybuilding show, I'd join a bodybuilding gym. You know, like, if I wanted to do powerlifting, I'd go to a powerlifting gym. Like, it's just, like, you need to find a place where the coaches are well-versed in what you want to do and you feel comfortable there, like, training with a group of like-minded people who are probably trying to achieve the same thing. Yeah. Like, that is so much more powerful than relying on your own willpower to get to the gym every time. Like, Willpower is a finite resource. It, like if you're relying on it constantly, then it's probably a good indication that what you're doing is wrong. Yeah. Or not optimal. Not no. wrong. Yeah. It's just it, it it could be better and it could be easier. Yeah. So when like trying to find a gym, like people often look at things like cost, location. So it may not be Loc- the closest yeah. gym. Location. It and may cost. not be the cheapest gym. You need to find that place that you want to keep going back to. Hundred percent. Yeah. And, and like we're we're so so lucky we built that place and of late we've never been so humbled by like how much the last three months like our community have carried us. Oh yeah. Completely carried us. I mean we, we wouldn't have a business without our clients. And I know lots of service industry, you know, they can say that, but I think it speaks to the environment that, you know, we've tried to create but all of our clients they're really bought into it you know like and and they drive that you know that's not us we can't take credit for the vibe that they bring to the place so you know and it's and i mean everything we're touching on today like a lot of that influence is rubbed off in what we try and you know bring to the table with our own guys of that comfortable environment like you know slow progression all that stuff yeah i was just having a chat to someone today um after class and like she was just saying that she's got so many friends from our community and i said how much like we love that yeah like everyone is mates mates like (laughs) it's beautiful like you you'd never think it it's it's really nice and always offering to help one another and um yeah to have a community where you feel that comfortable mm-hmm. is vital yeah for sure that was my last one guys what about you ben moving on to my last one is recognizing the little wins and enjoying the process now all of mine have a similar theme of like longevity and consistency because that was my primary struggle but this one is like recognize that the journey is going to take a while and it's basically never ending so you have to like appreciate the little wins rather than just that you know if you break it down like all right i'm i'm 20 kgs overweight the doctors told me i need to lose 20 kgs and we can become obsessed with that little number apart from all right how do we break that down to I want it. I want to lose it in a year, and we break it. Okay, well, it's just over one kg a week. That's manageable. Okay, well, I break it down, and it's you know three hundred grams. You know, what was it a one kg a month, and then you know three hundred grams a week. It's just celebrating the little process and really ticking it off, and it builds massive self belief as well. Yes. So, one thing for me, like a lot of my progress, as I've mentioned, has come outside the gym. So I was massive 
on cheat days, cheat nights. Like, you know, I looked forward to them and this speaks to that point of intensity over consistency. But the first weekend that I didn't have ice cream in a weekend was like, and I didn't miss it. It was, it was like a giant, like, trigger of, why did you used to do that? Like, it wasn't in one... <laughs> it, it's so weird, and it's it's these things that we become, like, married to, like, these ideas that you think are important, and you don't yeah. even realise why you did it. I was about to it. say, do you, you don't even miss... Do you miss having ice cream every week? No, I get excited about watermelon like a nerd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have like? never in my life, I will never ever forget the first time we had ice cream together. So I think we had fish and chips for dinner and we had ice cream afterwards. So Ben got a tub of Ben and Jerry's and I'll never forget him taking off the lid and grabbing a spoon. And I looked at him. <laughs> she was like, what are you doing? I was, I was like, what, like, what are, are you doing? About? <laughs> and he's like, well, I'm eating, eating my ice cream. And I'm like, well, aren't you going to put it in a bowl? Like, put some in a bowl? And he's like... Why would I waste the dishes? But I'm going to eat the whole tub. And I nearly, I nearly passed out. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, what? Yeah. Never in my life had I eaten a tub of ice cream before I met you. And then you started doing it. And how much fun did you have? It was not good. <laughs> I was like, I've never you, done this. Why am I over, doing this? You'd be over there with your rubbish tasting paleo ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> but that is something that I used to... I used to think was like, I used to think it was more important to my enjoyment of the weekend than it actually was. Yeah. So, and, you know. Whereas now, what now, do you look forward to now? Like on a weekend? Sleep. <laughs> <laughs> and if, even then, it's a, a false economy. Hit and miss. <laughs> hit and miss in our house. But, yeah, it's just, I look forward to watching a movie, chilling out. Occasionally we'll have sweets. Like, I won't say no to ice cream. Like, I'll have it. Can't remember the last time I had it, but yeah, I can't either. Yeah, your birthday maybe. Yeah, 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 possibly around then. But it's it's not something that I really hang out for, and that's and that's because I haven't been so restrictive during the week. Yeah, as well as it's William's birthday today, I'll have some cake. Yeah, I'll look forward to it. Might even have two bits. But it's like it's just that slow burn compared to like ramping it up, ramping it down. So. He's looking forward to the cake. I'm looking forward to the lasagna. Yeah, well, I'm looking forward to both of those Maybe things. two bowls for me. I'm looking forward to lunch. <laughs> um, yeah, so recognising your little bits of progress and just enjoying the journey, I, it just makes that overall goal so much more achievable. And then you're not stressed about it. Like, every time, if every time you jump on the scales, it's like, oh, 13 kgs to go, rather yeah. than, yes, another 200 down. It's it's just a little mindset shift. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't even have to be that, um, like that goal of twenty kilos. You could your wins could be behavioural changes, not like weight. So you broke it down. Your wins should be behavioural changes. So like yes, ten thousand steps. Or yes. Yeah. um, I'm drinking two liters of water. Yeah, and that's possibly another topic for another day. Is like how you should set up your goals and your like objectives to make them more achievables but the result of your like of your composition and your health is a byproduct of what you do and that sort of speaks to a lot of my points really yeah uh so that's three the three things we wish we knew when we started we hope you've picked up something out of it um as always guys feel free to shoot us a message if you have any questions or if you have any ideas for topics and we will get to them as we go We'll see you next week. Have a good week. Bye, guys.